Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amarie Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Coming in hot today on a Whack It Wednesday, because you know every Wednesday we're right here, just a shade east off of San Mateo on Osuna at ABQ Axe, throwing some axes, throwing some ninja stars, drinking some beers, eating some chicken wings. And hanging out with two of my best dudes right here. It is a Fredless Wednesday <laughs> here on Two Men On. Lucky for me, I got OG friend of the show. You know him. You love him. Mr. Everything for the New Mexico United. Hot takes abound. David Weesey Carl, what's happening, my friend? Go Birds. How you doing, Van? Okay, very well. Yeah. Very well. We're Great. starting with the Go Birds. Yeah, welcome. Welcome uh, to my show. Okay. I uh, appreciate you being <laughs> okay. on. This is... Uh, a Philadelphia-centric show. Yeah, yeah, we're here today. to talk about the Phillies, the Eagles, the Flyers, and nothing else. So we will you. we will get into the embarrassments that my Astros and your Phillies are soon. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen each other since yes. that. It's, yes, uh, it's good to see you. It's good to have just a, a hug, uh, a, a warm shoulder to cry on. <laughs> Thank you for that. You are quite welcome, and you're also welcome, Albuquerque, because with us, sports information at New Mexico Highlands, host of the Hammer Time Podcast and JMH Productions. Jace Hinton, what's happening, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? It's great to be here. Yeah, welcome back to the program, oh, my dude. Thanks it. for making the schlep down yeah, yeah. from beautiful and of historic course. Las Vegas, New Mexico. Always, always. The best Vegas. The best anyway, Vegas. I've always the, said The that. first Vegas, the original That's Vegas. That's right. Yes. We got Neon Vegas and Tumbleweed Vegas. <laughs> I'll tell you which one I like more later in the program. When we get sports betting in New Mexico... There it we just go. puts the Las it Vegas, is. New Mexico, yep. even more go. on the map. Come on, there we got to go. get that done. Figure it out. Figure Attorney it General, out. come on. So you're not just here to be on the program, which Correct. we do appreciate. You got a little skin in the game today yep. because your New Mexico Highlands is, uh, well, let me uh, let's just be honest here. They got an uphill battle against the UNM Lobos tonight at the pit. <laughs> they do indeed, and they just came back from Tucson, Arizona, where they took on the University of Arizona Wildcats and. You know, exhibition games, you know, you get these D2 programs playing these upper Division One programs like UNM and uh, U of A, both teams that were in the tournament last year, both teams that, you know, I think UNM came in top 25 in the preseason poll, I believe. Sure. And UN, uh, U of A came in at uh, 11th in the nation. So the boys are, the fellas have been down here. The ladies went to UTEP and took on University of Texas El Paso. And it's just, it's good to get these, Big schools wanting to play us smaller D2s. It gives our our teams at all levels, all sports, you know, a chance to see what the next level's like and get them ready to get going in the season. Yeah, after you play U of A, after you play UNM, the sky's the friggin' limit for your yeah. team. Yeah. If you, you survive those two games. Watching U of A play, it was that they're big. They're big. Yeah, they're, they're, and they're fast. And fast. And they play in a conference that's not going to be around next year. 
in the Pac-12 conference that's very strong in basketball. You know, you have UCLA in that conference, USC now with Bronny James and Dennis Rodman's son, and then, of course, Colorado's in there with Cody Williams coming in and Tristan Da Silva coming back, and there's a, it's a lot, it's a strong conference, so for the guys to get to get that chance, it's awesome. And right, that's not even about slow down, Jace. That's way too much sports for this program already. <laughs> quit, quit name dropping and showing your expertise already. <laughs> Pipe down over there, buddy. All right, We're throwing all right, ninja all right. stars. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. You know the show. Yep. Yeah. DWC, that's like the United going down and playing Sandia Prep or somebody, right? <laughs> well, so we've got the Open Cup. I think it's a pretty cool comparison there. You know, we've talked about this on the show before, Van. We've got the Open Cup. It's a tournament where teams from all different levels, all the way from MLS all the way down to, we're talking amateur teams, your Sunday League teams, your Beer League teams, can all play in this tournament. And we'll play some teams that are super low-level amateur, or we'll play MLS teams. We've played both, and we've won both. So, it does provide that opportunity. I can tell you the same thing, right? When we played Colorado Rapids or, or FC Dallas or Minnesota United in the Open Cup, teams that are at MLS at a higher level than us, it's made us better going forward. Even if, you know, in the Minnesota United case, we didn't win. It's, it's the opportunity. It's the experience. It's, wow, I see how these guys play. So I'm going to take some of that and put it into my game. It's great. Love that stuff. Is, is that the same vibe you get when Highland steps up and plays a, a bigger, more established program? Yeah, definitely. No doubt because – you know, no matter what level you go at in college sports, you're a dog for getting there in the first place. Sure. But there are some bigger dogs out there, you know, and when they play those upper levels, you can kind of see why they're at that upper level. Well, I really want to talk about the Raiders, um, <laughs> RIP their uh, front office. The Raiders. Of all days, the day of the dead. Every ah. <laughs> November, November 1st, you know how important this is in Albuquerque culture and, you know, Spanish, Latino and, you know, New Mexico culture. The Day of the Dead's a huge deal. You got the sugar skulls. You got mm-hmm. the parades. You got, you know, the ceremony. It's a, you know, religious holiday as well. The Raiders took it to heart, and they killed everybody. The coach, the general manager, the offensive coordinator, even down to their sexy-ass quarterback. He's out of a job, too. Yeah, I mean, and if you really think about it, it makes sense, first of all, uh, but you got one of the best wide receivers in the world, Oh yeah, and Devontae Adams, who's been not able to do anything near mm-hmm. the level he should have been. Hunter Renfro, by the way, also a really good wide receiver. Done nothing this season. I and mean, people forget about him all the time. Sure. I mean, this, this time a year ago, we were talking about him being a, a top-tier receiver in this league. He's done next to nothing this season. Your offensive scheme is terrible, so your coordinator's gone. McManus is gone. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm excited to see who they bring in next. Next, I have some ideas. Um, but... You know, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do forward. Their schedule going forward is tough. They've still got the Chiefs. They've still got the Chargers. They've still got a couple teams who are, are going to make things tough on them, but they also have, you know, the Broncos, things like that. So, I mean, they've got a shot at sneaking into a final AFC playoff spot, but I don't think it's a very good shot. I don't see it happening at all. I mean, sometimes when you change leadership like this, the next guy to come in, you know, the team rally around them, and, and you see something special, uh, the Raiders literally did it two years ago. Well, it's, there's a reason I like it right now, because they play the Giants this week. Mm. And if you want a new coach bump, do it against the Giants. They're off. Yep. I mean, they've got what? they got one win on the year. I mean, if you want the guys to buy in and believe for the rest of the season, do it right before you play a terrible team and let them believe that, okay, we're doing something. We're moving in the right direction. Great. Maybe you'll get a couple wins out of it. Josh, I think that's exactly it right there. Josh McDaniels was a terrible hire from the get-go. Yes. He hasn't done anything. He didn't do anything in Denver as a head coach. The only reason he was good in New England was a guy by the name of Tom Brady. Ah, that helps. That helps. I mean, Josh McDaniels has set records. They're bad records. 
Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels <laughs> is the only coach in NFL history to be fired twice in his second year before his second year was up. He's been fired midseason twice. That is the most raidery thing to do <laughs> is hire a guy who just got fired midseason seconds ago. And I set a record. I was the only guy to ever take my skate off and try and stab somebody. Okay. <laughs> that's a great record, too. That's, uh, that's Happy Gilmore. It's basically what, what, what McDaniels is here. Yep. He's the Happy Gilmore of the NFL at this point. And again, I, I, I don't see him finding much in the way of, uh, of coaching anytime soon. He could get a coordinator job. But like I said, I'm excited to see who they're going to bring in. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any inklings or ideas. Uh, I, I do. I like Riverboat Ron going Ooh. going to Las Vegas. I mean, he's switching right. He's, back he's a gambler. Come yeah. on, it's Vegas, baby. Yeah. I, I I also just want him out of the NFC East because no matter how bad Washington is, the Eagles <laughs> always struggle with them. But I, I do think he'd be a good fit there. I think the scheme would work well for him. You know, players like coming to play for Ron Rivera, and players haven't wanted to go play for the Raiders for a long time. So. Uh, I think he'd do well with Devontae Adams. He's fun offensively. He takes risks. I like the idea of Ron Rivera going to Vegas. Here, I'll give you one. I'll stick with the Washington Commanders, and I'll go with their offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. I think Bieniemy has been looking for a head coaching job for a while. I've heard that he doesn't interview well at times. He's been but passed then, up for three, three head coaching jobs. Exactly, coaches. and then you also hear that he's a great coach. He's a great players coach. So I could see Eric Bieniemy ending up there, and I, I like – Rivera, but I think the enemies do at this point. At some point, he's going to get a head coaching mm-hmm. job. Sometime, somewhere, it might be this one. Um, like I said, I'm just big fan of Riverboat Ron going to Vegas and gambling there. I agree with that. I part. mean, it's a it's a natural fit, even in title alone. That's <laughs> a great fit. Uh, you had a really good point, Jace, about what has Josh McDaniels done without Tom Brady. And the same could be said for Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. What has he done without, without Patrick, Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes. Yeah, I, you know, it I, hasn't I, been pretty this year. I did think of that as well. I mean, I, and I don't think much of Kansas City was even Bieniemy or Mahomes alone. I think it was all Andy Reid. I think it's all Andy. I Reed. mean, he's he's the, one of the biggest geniuses in e- football. Exactly. Yeah, I so I, I mean, it'd be interesting to see. Maybe Bieniemy stays in Washington one more year, and another job somewhere else opens up. But I think it was good for him to leave Kansas City to open to you know, work his way to show that he's not just Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid's little. Let me throw one more at you. Okay. Ready to make this fun. Let's go. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, see, that's <laughs> that's oh, fun. No. That's fun. See, that's that's the one I think they should go after. That's fun. It's the well, friggin'. He's, he's it's not the, going back to Michigan. That's well, you got to get out of there. Yeah. Scandals out. You got to get out. Yeah, he's go. gone. I mean, the timing could not be better. At some point, he's probably going to go NFL, you know, so. Yeah. Why not this week? Yeah. Just quit at Michigan. Never have to worry about that scandal again. Exactly. You don't ever you never have to worry about playing Ohio State again. There's no NCAA yeah. sanctions coming your way. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. Jump a level and not have to deal with any of I it. mean, he'll fail. He'll he'll oh, yeah. let's, let's all be very clear. He it's will fail Raiders. miserably at the NFL level. <laughs> it's the Raiders. But it would be fun as hell to watch. I mean, he got to a Super Bowl. Give him some credit. Yeah. Uh, he's he's going to fail in Vegas. I mean, you know, it, you know the Raiders. You know Al Davis's friggin' son is going to have to make a big splash name. They're not going to get like the defensive line coach that everyone loves that sure. wants to rally around. They're not going to hire Harbaugh's that chance. guy. That's why I think Harbaugh has a chance. No, he's a real you wanna, chance. You, you want to make it really fun? How about a guy that has stake in the Raiders? A guy that's won seven Super Bowls. Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. He already ruined his family once. <laughs> oh well, who's, who's the next boy wonder? Who's the next Mike McDaniel 
that the Raiders can go after? Because I don't have an answer for that. I mean, if we if we want to, if you're talking Mike McDaniel, we can go stick with the Dolphins and go Frank Smith. Just sit right there. Ooh, I mean, he's yeah. he's done a hell of a job. I mean, look at look at how much that offense hums. I mean, they've been absolutely phenomenal. Tua Tagovailoa is a big part of that. Tyree sure. Hill is a big part of that, of course. But, but you got a you got a scheme for him, right? I mean, what was it? Eric Spolster always said, uh, you know, the, the hardest. It's far harder to coach good players than it is to coach bad ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so to to scheme for a guy like Jalen Waddle, to scheme for a guy like Tyree Hill, to scheme for a guy like Tua Tagovailoa, and find the space for each of those guys to show out and make them all Pro Bowlers every single year. I mean, he's, he's a hell of a coordinator, and if you want fireworks in Vegas, I mean, he might be the way to go. And you know that tree works. I mean, Mike McDaniel, anyone that gets to spend time with him in a closed room Nerd. probably has all the information they need to be a successful NFL coach. I'm pretty Guys, sure I, feel, I shoved I feel Mike bad. McDaniel in a locker in high school. I feel, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. You did, <laughs> and you still could right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad, boys. I thought my mother raised me better than this. Back at the studio, Amory Castillo What's wow. happening, Amory? I'm just enjoying the show. I'm sorry. So we is, came, we came is, in so hot. No, 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 no. Please don't apologize. This is awesome. I'm just going to sit back here. This is a lot of fun. Amory, well, you have been working since 6 this morning, so <laughs> yes, we'll try to take it easy on you today. Oh, you know I love all this, though. And you know there's going to be NFL headlines for everyone to talk about here in the next hour. Yeah, Amory's mandatory NFL headlines will be coming in the 5 o'clock hour. Love it. Lots of football talk today, World Series talk today. We got to the I-9 varsity that we will establish at some point throughout the show. Uh, People are just jacking chains from Coach Prime. That's awesome. We're going to talk about that. Go Buffs. We'll be talking a little James Harden, a little Clippers, a little NBA roundtable later in the program. And as we do almost every day, and when we will continue to for the rest of time, Victor Wimbayama updates, of course. Wimby. We got 20 some, down, no biggie. We got some Wimby updates. <laughs> who single long-armedly won a game for his team last night. It was, it was quite very impressive. Very much like uh, Michael Jordan being the Space Jam where his arm stretches yeah, out about 30 feet. I like That's that. what Wimby did. He's like that. Like Every that. day. I also want to say that, you know, what I what I said earlier uh, about Frank Smith uh-huh. goes for Amory as well. She's making sure that all the talent here yes. yep. is Pro Bowl level. Yep. And that's what a good coordinator does. Yes. Okay. Well, she's been failing miserably because <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just hot garbage. Fair. No way. Amory, does your I'm back hurt from today. carrying this program No, no, no. This is, this is pretty awesome. Uh, oh, no, no. That's why I was so relieved today. I can, like, you know. I'm on rest day right now. We got more Raiders talk for you in the 5 o'clock hour when we get back, a little World Series talk. I'm going to give you guys hope. The Phillies are already out, bro. Okay. (laughs) American Southwest, citizens of Arizona, baseball-loving transplants in Phoenix, I got some fun facts for you to give you some hope. And I'm going to drop them when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Gentlemen, you know me pretty well. You know I'm a baseball dork. I love the game. Love that. It's hard to beat a good World Series as far as sports playoffs go. It gets close. It gets games five, six, seven. It's hard to beat. Last night was awful for seven innings. (laughs) And then? And then it turned into a baseball game at the end. 
But no Max Scherzer, no Adelise Garcia, no problem for the Texas Rangers who are taking a commanding 3-1 lead. They look like world beaters right now. For whatever reason, the Diamondbacks coaches have not looked each and every one of their stupid pitchers in the face and said, do not throw strikes to Corey Seager. <laughs> well, it worked for them against Bryce Harper, so they thought, let's just do it again and see how it goes. Uh, yeah, no, it's – I know you're going to – you teased it before the break I here. Did, you're going to dive into why you think the D-backs have a chance. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to hit one of them right now, okay. which is the NLCS. I mean, they were dead. They were dead. They were dead. I was there. I was at, I was, I was at game four of the NLCS, and the Diamondbacks were dead until they weren't. Yep. Um, and there's something to be said for the spunky, slap-hitting team uh, to go on and win the World Series. I mean, you saw it. I mean, I, I think back to the David Eckstein Angels. Sure. You know, that team had no chance. I think back to the 2003 Florida Marlins behind Josh Beckett and Juan Pierre and right. Luis Castillo and mm-hmm. these guys who had no business winning World Series. Does it happen every year? Of course not. Usually the big guy wins. But the moment you count out the spunky little slap hitter, do it at your own peril. And it's just motivation. I know it seems daunting for the Arizona Diamondbacks, especially Arizona Diamondbacks fans, all 17 of them. And it seems like they're really up against it right now. But it's one game at a time. I know this is cliche. I know it's dumb. You win the one on the schedule. You win this one game. Can they win a home game? Dear Lord. Or can can, can no, Texas lose on can, the road? Yeah, can Texas lose yeah, on the road? They haven't. 10-0. Have not lost a road game all playoffs but i think this is the one okay that's the one you got your ace back on the mound you got pissed off because that was kind of embarrassing you take the momentum you had at the end of the game i know the rangers weren't putting their best on the field towards the end of the game but they came back seven unanswered runs it's very impressive it's hard to do in major league baseball to score seven runs in a row Unfortunately, you did it after the other team had already scored 10 in a row. That is correct. Neither yeah. here nor there. You're in quite the hole. Yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks fans, let me hit you with something right now. After September 11th, you remember the Yankees Diamondbacks World Series. Yes. Oh, epic, I, know, I know where you're going. Okay, go Epic, ahead. epic series. Yeah. Epic game. Everyone just knew the Yankees were going to win after September 11th. Diamondbacks said no. We're going to finish them off. Luis Gonzalez. There are some parallels here, boys. I'm sure you remember Randy Johnson. (laughs) There it is. I knew it was coming. Before the season started. Yep, there it is. Exploding that bird. Bird. There was nothing left of that. And and the best best thing about that was it was a white bird, and so it just looked like a puff of smoke. It was just feathers. And there was no no corpse. There was no bird carcass. No. It was just eviscerate it's in the ether yeah now yeah. it yeah. still exists there's fra- there's pieces there's fragments of it in each of us that's in the not, drinking water you've heard of the butterfly effect it's the bird of fly effect poor seagull randy oh, johnson hit a bird yep. and spring training of 2001 its feathers went into the multiverse and came back and started a tsunami in japan or something like that <laughs> well 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 that happened in 2001 you might recall boys Arizona Diamondbacks ace Zach Gallen did it in spring training also this year. Yep, Another parallel that. to the Diamondbacks comeback in 2001. There was a corpse with that one, yeah. just want to say. Because yeah, Randy Johnson throws 114 miles an hour, yes. probably still. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Gallen That's only unreal. throws 96. Yeah. Only. All the dates 
of the World Series games in 2001 are the exact same as they are in mm. 2023. Okay. I'm not a calendar guy, but that seems rare. Are you going to tell me my birthstone affects the rotation <laughs> of the sun and uh, my, I'm in a bad mood because the moon is in the second house? Yeah, but my, my ex-girlfriend, Moonstar, um, her real name was Jessica, but yeah. she preferred Moonstar. Moonstar she'll, yeah, yeah. she'll tell you all of that. Oh? Okay. In 2001, the All-Star game was in Seattle. Where was it this year? Oh, my God, David. Thanks for asking. It was also in Seattle this year. Is okay. this starting to look familiar? Is this starting to sound familiar? Sure. I, I, uh, yeah. I, am, I, I believe you... that this does sound familiar because of the speculative way you've created it. But go ahead. Continue. I'll I got one you. more good one. Okay. This might be the best one. All right. George W. Bush threw out the first pitch in 2001. I remember that. Wearing the Yankees jacket. Through a, a perfect strike, it was a great moment for the nation. In a double-breasted, heavy bulletproof vest, he yes. threw a strike. Yes. This is very impressive. Excellent follow-up question, Jace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> George W. Bush also threw out the first pitch in 2023. Yeah. So I'm calling it right now. Mm -hmm. Diamondbacks win three straight <laughs> games. Wow. Make it one yeah. of the greatest sports comebacks in sports history. And I'm telling you right now, do not miss a second of the action from the rest of the World Series because it's D-backs time, baby. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Okay. And I also am going to tell you why you're wrong as <laughs> soon as he's I'm done telling you why you're wrong. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Okay, guys, let's go. I thought go. not having Garcia was going to hurt the Rangers. Okay. It obviously didn't. No, okay. <laughs> 11 runs is a lot. 11 <laughs> runs is a lot. And here's another reason why. The guy's name you mentioned earlier, Corey Seager. Uh-huh. Corey Seager is the best hitting ba shortstop in baseball. Right now, mm, Trey Turner would have something to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Trey, Trey, Trey Turner's not, Trey Turner's not playing. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're right keeping it between two right. shortstops sure. in baseball right uh, now because there's two left. Yeah. Okay, got it. No, no, no. I mean, Corey Seager is just on a hot streak. You're yeah, going to have yeah. to stop him. The problem is, for the Rangers right now, though, you don't have Garcia. So you can throw around Seager, go after Simeon, and not have to worry about Garcia right now. That's going to help the D-backs. Mm -hmm. But I think right now the Rangers are too hot. The D-backs, they were hot coming into the World Series, but I think the Rangers are too hot right now to be stopped. And you mentioned don't miss out, right? And, and I hope I hope you're right. I hope people tune in because right. the ratings on this World Series have been abysmal. The yeah. worst in modern history. Yeah. It's the least watched World Series in modern history. And that's why I give you these fun facts because I'm telling you. Watch. Do not miss a it's second. It's fun. It's okay. fun. I know I gave you crap yesterday just for fun saying nobody cares about the World Series. Is that very tongue-in-cheek because I'm a salty yeah, Phillies fan. Yeah, you're Phillies That's 100% right. Yeah. But let me tell you why you're wrong about the D-backs coming back. Okay. Uh, and this is no disrespect to Zach Gallen, to Merrill Kelly, to Brandon Fott. This is no disrespect mm -hmm. to any of those guys. The reason the Diamondbacks won in 2001 were guys named Randy Johnson and Curt Schilling. Yep. Pretty good. Those guys. Pretty good. Those they two were, Hall of Famers in yeah. their catch-up socks are no good. longer on the Diamondbacks. Mm -hmm. That's why they won. Again, big fan. Of Brandon Fott. Big friend, uh, fan of Merrill Kelly. These are, these are good pitchers. Merrill Kelly just went seven innings. Terrific. Three hits, yes. nine Ks. Kurt Schilling That's went win. nine innings with 12 strikeouts and, what, two hits, I think, in the World Series in 2001? Had, that 2001 team had to shut down guys by the name of Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada. I, there was another name that I was going to throw out there. but Tino Martinez, Benji yep, Molina. Yeah. I mean, they had a hell of a lineup. I mean, this is... This is a very different rotation, and they're facing a very different team. Um, 
I think the Rangers are the best team in baseball right now because there's two left. Um, and I think they're going to win tonight. That's the kind of great analysis you get here <laughs> on Two Men On on 95.9 FNAM 610, the sports animal. Zach Gallon's a dude. Yes. Yeah. He's a stud. If it wasn't for Spencer Strider, Zach Gallon would probably be the favorite for Cy Young this year. Yeah. He's been pitching, not horrible, but for what he's used to, very pedestrian. I see him turning that around tonight. I hope you're right. Then you got Merrill Kelly. And then game seven, anything could happen. You just throw the whole roster on the field and say, go crazy, guys. I think you put Brandon Font into game seven. I'd feel good about that, but they got to get there. Brandon Font, as far as third starters go, he's one of the best in the league. I like him a lot. He's fun to watch, too. Sure. Um, Yeah, they got to get there. I think getting to a game seven will be next to impossible for this team. And then winning it in Texas. I got Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly throwing back-to-back gyms. No, no. Back we're going to have – I love that. Okay, that's a hot take. I'm <laughs> that's, gonna, that's a crazy hot take. Go ahead take. and uh, I'm gonna put 10 on that. Yeah, I'm going to bet on that on our non-existent sports book yes. that we're just referring to. Yes. All right, when we get back, Coach Prime has a problem with the Rose Bowl, and we're yeah. going to tell you all about it. You're I listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. What it do, Duke City? The boys are back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. As always, you know we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at 66 Diner, just like it is today. It's Whack It Wednesday at ABQX. We're giving you $7.50 off per person, per lane, per hour, David Weesey Carl. That adds up, man. We're giving it away. like two, three people? On a lane? I'm gonna for a couple get, hours? Yeah. I'm going to have to get the Ninja Stars and start throwing those. Pronounce the Ninja Stars? It is so much fun. <laughs> hey, with all the money you save, you know what you can do? Get yourself a delicious little beer right off the tap from our friend Lars. I was pointing at that, but you can't see it because this is radio. Come hang out with us tomorrow at Sadie's on 4th Street as we host Thursday night football. Monday night football, you already know that goes down at Howie's Sports page. We get all of our sweet, sweet merch at the Duke's Team Store. And the weekends, that's for... Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. A guy who needs some vodka is Coach Prime. Deion Sanders of your Colorado Buffaloes. Yep. yep. Who they got pulled a jack move on when they were playing UCLA at the Rose Bowl. You know Shadur Sanders and the rest of the swagged out Colorado Buffaloes showing off their watches, showing off their chains. The sunglasses, Coach Prime got them. Yep, all the sunglasses, just constantly just dripping, Yep, just dripping with swag wherever they go. That's really cool for their young friends. That's really cool on Instagram. Let me tell you who it's really cool for. Career criminals who are smart enough to break into the locker room and steal all of your jewelry. You know, you know, I, I went to a community college in California before I ended up here in New Mexico. I've been around the world. And we worked UCLA football games. I know how tight that security is I, I know is people for from California think it, but California is not the whole world. No. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's like, what, the sixth biggest... Uh, sixth biggest economy in the is. world. Yeah. So at least there's five others. But they have that security so tight that the only way this could have been pulled off was an inside job. There it is. That's Let's put on way. our tinfoil hats, okay. That's the only way. It's 100% That's the only right. Way. No. I, can, I can tell you, I, I work in sports. You work in sports. Yep. Like, the security at 
where we work, which is not the Rose Bowl, it's not, not to close. that level, not even close. would not allow something like that to no. happen. The only way that happens is, one, you're able to get in. Two, you know where the stuff is stored. Three, you're able to get out. Yep. All that happening without it being an inside job, it's a load of hooey. There's no way. There's no way it was not an inside job. Oh, somebody working at the Rose Bowl or somebody who knows somebody who was working at the Rose Bowl was in on that. And they got some nice swag out of it. But Coach Prime, give him credit. Mm. coming out and saying, we need to be reimbursed for this. And he's right. Yeah, 100%, he's right. 100%. The Rose Bowl, USC, whomever is responsible, pay that team NCAA. their money. I strongly disagree. Well, it's okay. You're because allowed to be wrong. Why <laughs> would you bring, this is my show. Why would you bring tens of thousands of dollars to the locker room of a football game? This is stupid. It's stupid what they're doing. Nobody's it's disagreeing not, with that. It's they a different point. They didn't yeah. get their backpacks with their homework taken. They didn't get their laptops taken that they use to play football. Yeah. They didn't get equipment taken. They didn't get merchandise taken. They got their jewelry taken. That cannot be part of the list that is insured by the Rose Bowl. Let me let me let me ask. Yes, it's uh, so yeah. so also, I, I agree that it was dumb for them to bring the stuff. But let's just say, Van, you are at home. Right, okay. you have a lovely little corgi. Love that, love that dog. Dog's He's the name. sweetest. That'd be Darby. Darby, that's Lord, right. Darby. Lord Darby the Flatch. Darby is wonderful. The first of his name. Let's say you go out to the car. You go out for a walk. You accidentally leave the door unlocked. Somebody comes in and takes Darby. Horrible situation. Okay. It was dumb of you to leave the door unlocked. You should not have done that. Okay. That does not mean that you should not be. Reimbursed the person who took it should not be in trouble does not mean that there should not be some sort of recompense for the loss of your adorable dog was it dumb for you to leave the door open absolutely but that does not mean that there's not some responsibility on the individuals who are responsible the best okay, part is, is they this... weren't even at home they were on the road yeah you, so you've he had... gave you an analogy of being at home right DWC you've already had a Happy Gilmore reference early in the program Stabby and now man. that was a Billy Madison reference. <laughs> You get your dog stolen, you get out there and you find that bleeping dog. Remember the time Bobby Shakin back Look, I mean, only if. I mean, it should be insured, right? Haven't I seen Deion Sanders on Aflac commercials? If someone's got an insurance guy, it's friggin' Coach Prime. It's a fair point. It's yeah. A, it's a fair point, but he's got every right to be pissed off. If you're dumb enough to bring tens of thousands of dollars to, of jewelry into someone else's house and just hang it on a locker and then take Instagram selfies with your jewelry in the background so people have a playbook of where to steal your stuff. We're getting back this, into the... Uh, this the, is just a little idiocy, right? It's dumb. It's dumb. Nobody's disagreeing with that. But we're getting no. back into the sanctity of the locker room conversation that we had in baseball a few weeks ago. Um, again, there should be an expectation that whatever you have in that locker room, I don't care if it's a Rolls Royce, it should be protected by the security that is paid to be there. Yep. Not just at the Rose Bowl, but you know any any sporting event. And they, you, you are you are a participant. You are the show. Is is what the, the buffs are in this situation? They should have every expectation that what they bring, regardless of what it is and regardless of the value, is protected by the people who are paid to protect it. You know that was one thing that I wondered was when they did it because Dion Jr. Well off media, they you know record all the videos, they take all those vlogs. I watch them. And when they went back to the locker room, you know, Shiloh Sanders had been ejected for targeting. Shiloh Which, had, by the way, was not an ejection. Oh, no, no, no. Comical. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. But he had both his – he put both his chains on. 
So, and Shiloh's chains were probably worth more than a lot of those chains that were taken. So you're saying Shiloh was in on it? No. I'm saying, <laughs> nice. I'm saying they might have done it after halftime. Sure. I mean, we, we can solve this, guys. Just get us the tape. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Make sure the Rose Bowl pays. Solve it. And surprise, surprise, um, this isn't the first time that this has happened to Deion Sanders because this happened at Jackson State also. Yep. So I don't know if it's the same criminal or if he was just completely asking I, for it once again. At Jackson State, though, it was misplaced. It wasn't stolen. Mm. It was misplaced by the players themselves. Well, Mike is on the phone, and he has a theory. Welcome to the Sports Animal Hotline, Mike. All right, I got it solved here, guys. It's Let's an inside go. team job because Ooh. there's a player that had – uh, some of his jewelry in a box stored away. The jewelry was missing, but the box was still there. Somebody had to know it was there. Somebody from the team had to know it was there. All right, let me ask you it's a question. Then. Do you think the, the whole team. team is in on it or just, like, one player? No, just somebody that needed some cash. I mean, somebody, so I don't even know if it's a player. I mean, they got, they, got, they got staff that follows them from game to game. I mean, People maybe that you know that need a few extra bucks, um, maybe not keen to the team themselves, but they're they're part of the staffing. Um, I think it's an inside job. So it's an inside job, not on some random employee of the Rose Bowl or somebody no. in UCLA who it's had some inside information. Told, you think it's inside the all the way to the Colorado Buffaloes? Oh, I love yes. it. I said to put on the tinfoil yeah. hat, like, like tighten that thing down. I love it. I love it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, it's that's where it's going to come from. I mean, I, I think they have they got in and out access. Nobody's going to think anything of it. I can tell you, someone coming from an opposite team or someone from the staffing from the from the facility is going to look awkward going through that locker room. Yeah, I mean, if we saw anything from the Michigan scandal uh, when they had a a player on the Central Michigan sideline, you just put on a official team polo and a hat, and they'll just let you walk in anywhere. It was actually two players in a trench coat. It was very tall. They needed a ticket to an adult ticket to a movie, and they just snuck in with a bunch of jewelry. So, no, I love it. I love it. I'm I'm 100% bought in on the inside-inside job. Thanks for the call, Mike. Hey. Hey, Mike, you get the program. Thanks for the call. That was fantastic. Um, I'm in. I agree with Mike. Let's do it. I mean, I'm 100% bought into this. I will lead an investigation that already has its conclusion <laughs> and just, just dive right into that. We got some bad news from the sports world when we get back, but luckily we have a special guest to tell you about all the things awesome going on here at ABQ Axe. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's Whack It Wednesday at ABQ Axe, a shade east off of San Mateo on Osuna. If you've never been here before, this is the place to be. Have fun. You could do it in a safe way. Definitely. I'm sure, like, if you've, never, if you've never done this before, if you've never even heard about axe throwing, then uh, this is the spot to be because yeah. we got some absolute legends here that will show you how to do it. Be safe. And then uh, we got Lars here with us, a frequent contributor to the program. You're a veteran now, brother. Hey, you know, I like to get my voice on the radio anytime <laughs> I can. I mean, it's a good voice. You're not, <laughs> not going to lie. It's You're doing good. Voice. 
So you could keep, like, the newbie, a new person who's never thrown axes before in their life. They could walk in here, and within, what, 10 minutes you'll have them sticking axes? Definitely. They can come on down here. we got some great coaches. I do a little coaching myself. We get people thrown. We go over the safety and everything, make sure they're having a good time, and they, we can get some sticks on the board within five, ten minutes and, you know, have some fun. And there's, like, a really cool culture here at yeah. ABQX. It's so supportive. Like, whether it's the leagues or the regulars, whether you're having date night or a company party, like, there's always 100% good vibes in this place. There are some good vibes in here, and we've got a lot of league members that come in, and they, they frequent the place. They come in once a week, and they they keep us upbeat. They keep us on our toes, and they have some good competition in here too. And there's it's a good vibe. I mean, and even when the people come in who haven't thrown before, a lot of times they're really nervous. And after they get a few sticks on the board, they get those axes sticking to it. They're having fun. Little old ladies, young kids, as long as they're over 12, they're having a good time. They're smiling and I mean, and, and there's oh, yeah. rule. There's rules here to keep everyone safe that are, you know, very easy and straightforward. Uh, my favorite one, the most important one, is uh, no open-toed shoes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it if seems you're... like it'd be pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. However, you know, people want to come in with their flip-flops, and they are blades. They are blades, and they are sharp, and they do stick to wood. So, but luckily for you guys, uh, if you do stumble your way into ABQ Axe and you have some open-toed shoes on, we got some Crocs here for the people. We'll get you hooked up with some Crocs and <laughs> so socks, Love some that. throwaway socks. Yep, you don't even you don't even have to take them home with you, but you'll you'll have the style going. It'll look good. And if you come in here with the empty tum tum, boy, do I got some good news for yeah. you because you got some really good food here too. Yeah, we got some food. That we got some chicken strips that are delicious. Some special hatchet wings that Diana does Ooh. herself. Some fries that we love to grill up or fry up, I should say. You mentioned the the hatchet wings. They got like a special, unique blend dry rub that is unique to just right here. It's yeah. like some, that's nothing off the shelves. It's nothing off of the the Cisco truck. It's a secret recipe for right here. Colonel Sanders can suck it because the hatchet wings <laughs> spice rub here is phenomenal. They're good, and I wish I could tell you more about them, but it is a secret. That's yeah, the, yeah that's, it, there's nothing yeah, I can say. It you know, it's good stuff, though. As far as we're going to break the secret is telling you that it's a secret recipe, and we're going no further than that. I mean, a lot of people come here for the first time, and it's not going to be their only time. This isn't something you just do once. You come, you have a blast, and you have to do it again, whether it's with your friends or family or date night or business or whatever. You don't get a lot of people who are only here once, right? That's correct. Yeah, we get a lot of people who come in and they throw for the first time, and all of a sudden they realize how how well they can do it, and and how many they have so much fun that they just want to get better at it. And so we start to see them coming back, usually within a couple of months. Um, but then you know you get those people who are really digging it, and they want to come in and they can spend some more time with the coaches, and the coaches will go over and spend more time and and get their throw kind of keyed in and make it so that they're throwing, you know, they're throwing bullseyes all the time and uh yeah so they once they start doing that they love it uh, yeah and once you get that taste you want to get your name on the wall over here right get on get in the 81 club i sure do yeah, yeah. oh yeah. is that your goal uh, you ready uh, yeah not on the 81 club yet but uh jace i was telling you about this earlier yeah. you come here during the week for lunch yeah they got a lunch special uh-huh wings fries a beer 
half hour of Ninja Stars, twenty dollars. Man, tell me there's a better time for a weekday lunch. If I didn't, if I didn't live two hours away, I'd probably be here every day at lunch. <laughs> uh, it's only an hour and a half. You're fine. Lars, thank you so much. Anything else you need to tell us before we get out of here? No, thanks for having me on again. Of course. When we get back, in memorandum of an absolute legend, one of the greatest coaches in the history of sports. Yep. Rest in peace, Bob Knight. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. She said, yeah, I would gladly have a catch me. Press, she need the best, and I attest that she the next. Private dancer, I take my chance on. And now she's saying, give me that. I'm saying, give you what? 